0: Kevin, I'm gonna give you the uh chance to pick your topic of conversation tonight. How about that? The numbers are 416-870-0590-star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. What do you want to start with? Kevin Gossman. Vladdy's play on that air. Uh, I think we agree. Santiago Espinal deserved the air. But uh some questions. As a former first baseman, I think about Vladdy's footwork around the bag. I, somebody should tell Vladdy the bags are a little bigger this year, I guess. It might make, might make a bit of a difference. Or do you want to start with let me start with Kevin Gossman and what you saw from Gossman tonight? And in particular, did you have any problem with the pitch sequence to uh, Castellanos in the fifth inning, the back-to-back sliders?
1: Yeah, not really. Uh, let's start positive. Let's, Kevin was okay. I mean, he wasn't great, but look, they did some things offensively that, I don't think we've seen in a while, right? It's Dalton Varsho's having some better at bats. He is starting to hit pitches that he's supposed to hit really hard to the pull side. Kevin Biggio got a, a big hit uh, when they needed a big hit. Uh, George Springer hustled out a, a turn to double play into a first and third that, and then stole a the base that allowed Kevin Biggio to get to the plate and get a big time hit. So, I think there's some positive things offensively that happened. You know, again, Kevin, we got to remember the Phillies, pretty good team too, right? When you don't score a ton of runs at home, offensively, you know, you're not doing a ton at home. You got to make every single play. And you mentioned it, Santiago Espinal. And maybe Bob with the ball a little bit. Did he take – Time he does it all the time, right? It's he's setting his feet to follow his throw with good momentum. That's what he does all the time. yeah Vladdy's so,
0: got to make Vladdy's got to make that yeah, play. He's got to
1: catch that in the air. I mean, I mean, I've been saying this forever. Is you know, it, as many times as we've seen him run over, stick his foot in the middle of the bag, and not use the corners. A lot of the times, the balls that. Bounce should never be bouncing. The bases are bigger. Like, use the corners of the bag a little bit better. That way you can maximize your stretch to wherever the ball's coming from, where most of the time, if not all the time, you're catching the ball in the air. Like, these dudes are human beings that play third. The angles that they create, the dudes that play short, the dudes that play second. Like, occasionally they're going to make a throw that's not perfectly at your chest to where the footwork around the bag you got to maximize that you got to use the corners you got to make sure that you're stretching to the fullest and when you don't it sort of ends up the way it ends up here but again the phillies are a good team like it's it's what you have to you have to play a perfect game again we know this we talked about this we've we've had these conversations about their strength is their pitching mm-hmm. and their defense and when you mess up and you give the other team an extra at bat and they make you pay for it because of the way you've been hitting basically all season,
0: like yeah, the team's you going got a you, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, the margin for error right now, if you're the Blue Jays, isn't very big. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you are right, offensively, they're four runs. Hey, four runs is better than two runs, or better than three runs, I guess. Uh, losing 9-4 to the Philadelphia Phillies. The team split the series. The Jays have tomorrow off. They go on to Cincinnati to play... The Reds. Good news in the minor league front today at Triple A. Much of the spotlight on Triple A. Bo Bichette got in three at bats, a couple of hits, went from first to home. Uh, He will play shortstop tomorrow. Knock on wood. He should be with the Jays in Cincinnati uh, on Friday. Trevor Richards, same thing. Appeared for the Buffalo Bisons today. Knock on wood. He should be good to go and join the team in Cincinnati Chad Green an inning in a third thirty pitches hit 95 today velocity's creeping up a bit. I don't know if i mean I guess we'll 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 wait and find out on Friday. My sense is he may be just a tick behind uh Trevor Richards and if that's the case, he may not be there uh in uh, in Cincinnati Kevin Kiermeyer. And Matt Chapman both have said they expect to be ready for the red series. So there you go. Um, We're going to see a fully healthy blue Jays lineup. And we're going to see a a bullpen that I think we've kind of been, we've been waiting to see for a long time. Tim Mesa tonight, three pitches sacrifice fly two singles, you know, Tim Mays has been awfully good this year. Mm-hmm. Tim Mays's role, I think, is pretty clear with this team. But once Trevor Richards, we, we talked about this on Blair and Barker today. Once Trevor Richards gets here, when you have that coupled with the fact that Eric Swanson is usable against left-handed pitching, I'm not saying they're going to throw Tim Mays' aside. No, he's
1: had a really good year. He's had a
0: really good year. Yeah. He, he's, he's been tremendous. Mm-hmm. But um, he's not going to be able to have too many more ineffective outings. Or there may be someone knocking on the door to move him out of, move him out of that spot. Yeah. Again, if, if it's all about competition and all about winning.
1: Yeah, he's a human being. Occasionally, he's gonna. He had what six outings between giving up two hits. Like that's that's pretty really, that's good. That's really good. He's and been he really, does not get easy. He gets the he, he gets, gets the, the left. He gets the best lefties the other team has. Right. That, that I think is what you could probably say is, depending on where they're at in the game, where they're at in the order, who's the best lefty on the team. Who's pitching the best will probably get that best lefty, whether that's Richards, whether that's Mesa, whether that's Cabrera, like it's all hands on deck and he's going to, John Snyder will go to the hottest yep. hand. Tim mesa has been really good. Like they're, again, they're human beings. Occasionally they're going to hang a, a pitch to a good hitter and a good hitter is going to make him pay for it. That's normally what happens in the big leagues.
0: Do you trust him in the playoffs?
1: That's a great question. I th- this is what I think. I think when he's throwing the, the two-seamer at 94-95, absolutely. Absolutely. 94-95 from a lefty that has late movement and he can tunnel a slider off that, it makes it real hard to not chase the slider. When it's 91-92 like it was last year, when they flipped that dude that switched it around righty, that's when you have to wonder. And that, again, gets back to Carlos John's going to have to understand his team, yep. know where everybody's at, how everybody's feeling. Again, I think maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. they got to make the playoffs. But I just think they have more options to get some really
0: good left-handed hitters out this year than they had last year. 416-870-0590. Star 591 A triple six zero is Blair and Barker. It is Blue Jays talk. 9-4. Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies beating the Blue Jays tonight. A big crowd at the Rogers Center, 42,701 on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Replica Jersey night. Bryce Harper, we mentioned, two home runs for the Phillies. That, I believe, well, he had what coming into this game? He had seven coming into the game, right? Mm -hmm. That would be nine. There you go. Around there. Russ in New Jersey. What's up, Russ? Good evening. How are you? five hits is not exciting
2: but uh you know we're at the exact same spot that we were last year 67 and 55 um you know we have 40 games left if seattle wins tonight they'll tie us in the lost column which you know you know never great but you know you're going into cincinnati and i think the key thing there is going to be you don't let that team run wild against you that team that team is I think they lead the league in stolen the uh, majors in stolen bases. They're a good young fun you know good young team um and we're gonna we're gonna have to play some good ball and score you know more some runs you know we went into Boston, everyone thought maybe we got the the offense going, and now that uh you know Cleveland nothing and you know Chicago, we struggled except for the last game, so you know. If you know, and and you know, so we're we're really it's last night. So it's, it's this offense, some way, you know, just has to come and score some runs. Well, you know what,
0: I I got to tell you this, Russ. What have you seen? Because Kevin and I talked about this, and I know you, you listen, and I know you 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 you're probably of the same mind. I've seen nothing to suggest this offense is going to that that the light switch is going to go on. I mean, I think this is what but, it is. Uh, but, I think this this is what it is. You know, maybe Vladdy, you know, maybe Vladdy contributes a little more, but I, but what, I think me, this let, is what let it me is. Ask
2: you, let me ask you let me ask you a question. We talk about Vladdy. At what point and, and this is for a different day, but at what point are you gonna say, Hey, maybe the Vladdy of two thousand and twenty one that hit forty eight home runs is not the real Vladdy. Now, does he have the talent? If he hits 40 homers next year, I'm not going to say I'm going to be shocked. Absolutely not. But this is two years in a row. It's not a month. It's not two months. Last year he dropped 16 homers to 32. This year he's at 19. He's going to probably have the same many RBIs that he did last year. I think he had 97 last year. He's on pace to have like 96, whatever. But at what point do you say, hey, the Vladi of 2021 – was because of the Florida and the Buffalo where they played in Buffalo, and that's not Ovani's. At some point, we're going to have to say, you know, it's not it. It's it, it, we can't expect that from him anymore. It's two years
0: since he's been that player. Yeah, Russ. You know, we've Kevin and I have bounced this around. Um, I, I think it's into, well. I mean, who knows? You know, you still get all the exit velocity readings and everything like that for what they're worth. Um, I. I I don't know if Laddie is going to be again the player that he was in 2021. It's entirely possible that was you know, that was a year that was created in some degree by the minor league park. I mean, he just he he doesn't hit home runs in this park. I I I can't put it any other way. He doesn't hit home runs in this park. Still a very good player. But um and n- never mind the minor league parks. He also had Marcus Semien and Bo and Teoscar was there. Uh, frankly, he had a better lineup. It's than, true, but he had both
2: Bichette in the first half of this year, getting on base every. You know, he was, he was hitting, getting on base all
0: the time. So yeah, but he and, had Semyon. He, he had Semien and ball. I, yeah. I'm just saying, this is this lineup's not as good as 2021. I, it's, of, it's, of course not. It's just not. But. I'll, but I'll say one thing: He's hitting with runners in scoring position. I don't have it in front of me. Has
2: not been bad at all this year. He's probably hitting 280, 290 with the runners in scoring position. That's what surprised me. When guys are on base, he's hitting a little bit, but just the power—you just wonder. Like, so you know, 19 home runs. You know,
0: yep. It's just like unbelievable you what know he... he's not gonna
2: 45 but 35 he's not gonna come close to that
0: this year yeah russ i appreciate the call 416 870 star 591 barker you've mentioned it often total basis what what is he in total basis i don't what did we say a couple of days a couple of days ago total basis is that
1: 199 yeah he had 363 and 2021,
0: right? He's like 25th in baseball total basis. No, or in 30,
1: like 35th or something like thirty fifth. It's easy. It's easy for me. He's not hitting the fastball enough. I mean, it's simple. Like it's, you can say whatever you want to say about him not being ready or the bat speed or the hand movement or until he consistently starts driving, you know, having the exit velocity in the air versus the fastball. That's mm. when you take him serious. And in 2021, he was doing that and the ball the other way. That's the power, right? That's when, whenever you're able to, he's not a line-to-line guy. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that kind of power, but he is a right-center-to-left-field-line guy. And because he hits so many line drives the way he does, the parks just can't hold it. That's the thing, right, is getting ready to hit the fastball. And I, look, I I think 30 and 90 for the next four, five, six years, pretty good season. But the, the 40 and 110-plus, that's a lot to ask, right? A lot of things gotta be going right for you to be able to do that, and maybe it's just we our expectations because of the season he had where he had it at, maybe we're stretching a little bit with what we yeah, expect I, to see from him, and maybe it's just you know you comment down a little bit and say
0: two eighty with thirty and ninety. I think we also I think we're also beginning to realize for whatever reason uh. The impact Marcus Semin had in this team I mean it's almost it's, it's been forgotten for the most part. And he was only here for a year. I get it, but I'll, I'll get back to that. I think that lineup was better. I think Vladdy had more support. he had, He certainly had a more he had a more dynamic top of the order, I would think than um than he, than he I think you had than to, he has right. I now. think
1: you had to attack him. you couldn't pitch around him. right. You couldn't see if he'll get himself out. There was traffic on the bases a lot more. There were people behind him that were feared. You are thinking, okay, you have to attack him. You have to, you know, use quadrants instead of using the black part of the plate. See if he'll chase, get himself out like he does now. Like it's, look, they're in a playoff spot basically with him having 18 and 72 RBIs or whatever it is. So they're still a good team. It's just he would separate them from being a good team. To a great team. And that's the hard part, right? Is here down the stretch, it just puts a lot of pressure on everybody else. The pitching, the coaches, the bullpen, the defense. It's like tonight, right? You make one little mistake. You give a good team extra outs. They're going to make you pay for it. And that's sort of the Vladdy effect for me. Is it just, he would
0: hide some of those. All right. We've got, this is the Jay schedule coming up. They got three against the Reds. Three in Baltimore. Three against the Guardians, that's nine. Three against Washington, that's 12. Three against Colorado, that's 15. Three against the A's, that's 18. Three against Kansas City, that's 19. Then they get Texas. This carries them into September 11th. So roughly 19 games. Three against Baltimore. And I'll ask fans this at four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. What are your expectations for those other games against those teams? What are we, what are you looking at? You got Colorado and Colorado, Oakland and Oakland. Take five or six. That's a lot, isn't it?
1: They may have to with the eighteen games against the American League East
0: Nationals nationals are playing better you've got i i think if you take two or three against the nationals you're happy nationals are playing better now they take two or three against the Nationals. so i'm gonna i'm gonna say they take just for giggles they take five or six against colorado yeah i guess a couple of
1: those bad teams you're not only gonna have to win the series you're gonna have to sweep the series because of where boston's at because of where seattle's at like they got some mojo a little bit right well seattle's Seattle's mojo isn't there well they got a little struggles with the bullpen but yeah, you're still they're still hovering like they're right there. You have some
0: mistakes. You've got not beat teams you're supposed to beat. And you got Cleveland for three. We saw the type of pitching. The Guardians are going to run out. And in Cincinnati starting this weekend. So, I I mean, it's it's listen, it, it's there for the Jays right now. And they're healthy. And, and by, by Friday, bingo. they're going to be real healthy. By Friday, they're going to be really healthy. Yeah. So, I mean, let's look at it. You know, yeah, there have been a lot of there have been issues that that have kind of manifested themselves. Uh but they are getting healthy now after they're done with Kansas city, hello, four against Texas, three against Boston, three against the Yankees, which all of a sudden really doesn't worry me that much. Three against Tampa Bay, three against the Yankees and three more against Tampa Bay. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about Tampa Bay. I think we had Jeff passing on today. I, I think Tampa Bay is, as a result of all their injuries and 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 the Wander Franco situation. So that end of the schedule which we were going, "Oh my god, that could be really tough." Well, you know what? The Yankees are out of it. They could be out of it. Um like it's the schedule all of a sudden becomes looks a little different than it did at the start of the year. I'm not again, I'm not taking the Yankees or Tampa Bay for granted. I'm just not certain that's going to be the baton death march that we all thought it was going to be.
1: Um, Yeah, I think you're putting too much pressure on the Jays the last 15 games to go 10 and 5. You are. Like, that's why all them games games up until the last 15 of the season because of the way they play against the American League East, no matter if it is the Rays or if it is the Yankees, you still because of the mindset about the issues you've had against the American League East, you're trying to make those 15 games not determine the outcome of your entire season, which, again, this just it gets back to you play good baseball because you're a good team. The Jays are a good team, just in my mind, they're not a great team because of the way they hit. And yeah, they're good. Play the way you're supposed to play against most of these teams, and you'll win the series. And occasionally, you'll sweep a series that you're supposed to be sweeping.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know, again, you may just. You may have to win a lot of two and two and one run games. Wow, wins, That's just wins. the way it is. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety 0590, star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Lots happening around the AL East. We'll come back and look at that, and we'll hear from the skipper, John Schneider. He had some thoughts on some of Kevin Gossman's pitch selection tonight. Interesting, Kevin Gossman, all across the board, at least a mile an hour more velocity in all his pitches across the board. Pitching on. Uh, on the extra day's rest. It's Blue Jays Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Kevin Gossman gave up seven runs. Five of them earned over five in the third innings tonight. Seven hits, three walks, four punch outs. The seven runs were one shy of a season high. He's given up eight runs twice. Uh, At the end of the game, though, he still led the AL in strikeouts with 187. He's eighth in innings pitched and ninth in ERA. Uh, Kevin Gossman, one of the early season favorites uh, or preseason favorites for the AL Cy Young Award. This is what his manager, John Schneider, thought about some of the pitch selection tonight.
3: It looked like they were sitting on the splitter a little bit, kind of pivoted to more fastballs. Um, I know the slider to Castellanos was kind of up in the zone. Um... But, yeah, they were laying off tough pitches, I think, and made them work. It's a veteran lineup. Um, I thought his adjustments were good and made a couple bad pitches, and we gave him extra outs, so um, not the really recipe that you want. Pete and him have a pretty good game plan based on kind of the uniqueness of that pitch, so you kind of have to um, be able to adjust based on what you're seeing and what the hitters are showing you. So he's done a great job, I think, all year of doing that. And, um, you know, just tonight it's just, you know, one bad pitch to Nick and, and extra outs in that inning. When,
4: if a team is sitting on the split, this, he didn't throw a ton of them. I think it was only 20 or something. Like much lower percentage than usual. Like, is the pitch not something that you still would want to throw even if a team's kind of sitting on it because you trust it enough? Or like, how does that, that, the fact that they're sitting in it play into the usage?
3: A little bit. You know, it's such a good pitch. I think if it's carrying the zone a little bit, he can throw it whenever he wants because of the action to it. You know, if even if they're sitting on it, it's still really hard to hit. And he had a really good fastball tonight. So that was kind of the the cat and mouse game, if you will. But, you know, he's he's really good at kind of seeing what hitters are doing. And then it just depends on whether the split is carrying the zone or not. But um, he had a really good heater tonight, and I think that's why he used it. Interesting comments from John.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's the third time through against a good lineup. That, that's what it is. When you're a two-pitch guy, location apps has to almost be perfect. It, if it's not, good teams. We talk, we've we talked about the Jays' lineup forever, yeah. about why don't they make in-game adjustments. We saw it from the Phillies tonight, mm-hmm. right? It, it's If you're going to get us out, you're not going to consistently do it the same way every time through the order. And then the third time through, you saw two walks, two doubles, a single, and an error, yeah. right? The error was a big deal. That sort of let the floodgates open, and then they had to make some changes. John was right. The fastball was really good. It's just a split finger, and him trying to throw sliders that are a little non-competitive. You could tell he didn't really like or want to throw them, but he was trying to adjust to what a good lineup that had that has lots of power is trying to do to you. And whenever you hang one, throw a fastball down the middle, they make you pay for it. So this is sort of, I think, again, this we talked about this. This is what good teams do are going to do in the playoffs. They're going to make adjustments. How do you adjust back? You got to make better pitches. You got to make the plays. Plain and simple.
0: Time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. You can download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19 plus play responsibly. Ontario only. The Baltimore Orioles are currently playing the San Diego Padres. The Padres just took a 4-2 lead, a solo home run by Trent Grisham. They are in the seventh inning. Seattle Mariners, they are fighting for a wild card spot with the Jays. They have just moved ahead of Kansas City 5-4. They're having an awful lot of trouble late in games uh, because of their bullpen. The Tampa Bay Rays beat the San Francisco Giants 6-1 today, and the Boston Red Sox were beaten 6-2 by the Washington Nationals. The results of that, and again, keep in mind that the uh, both the Orioles and the uh Seattle Mariners are still playing. The Yankees, by the way, the Yankees lost to the Braves. They're 16-61. I mean, it almost goes without saying that the Yankees are gonna lose these days. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Orioles are 74 and 46. They are two and a half up on the 73 and 50 Tampa Bay rays. The Jays, they are 67 and 55, 8 back. They're five and a half back of the rays. Boston is 63 and 57. They're 11 back, three back of the Jays. The Yankees are six and a half back of the Jays. They are 60 and 61. They're 14 and a half games out of first place. They have lost five in a row. And this is for a Yankees team, probably all you need to know. They're minus 14 and run differential. Yeah. I, that well- for a Yankees team strikes me as not stunning. But pretty damn close.
1: Yeah, it's not that for me. It's whenever you hear Aaron Judge, their their leader, come out and say. I mean, if you want to say leader on a baseball team, that's sort of what it sounds like, right? Is Mm -hmm. you're coming out saying it's not good enough when we need to get a hit or, you know, yeah, he was pretty pointed after yesterday. Make a pitch. You said we're we're not not doing it. We're we're not doing it. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, he he was uh, he was very pointed after the loss to Atlanta, and and you know, poor Aaron Boone is just basically. I mean, he might as well just. Hit the button on the tape recorder and replay answers over and over again uh, following losses. Andrew in Halifax, what's up, my friend?
4: Hey, guys, how you doing? Just good, good. Super, good. Sir. Just super frustrating again. I just, I hate watching games where, you know, you see Varsha and Bijou have a big game like that and you just, you waste it. It's just so frustrating. And then just the Espinal throw. Uh, I will say I had a $10 bets on the Jays to be up one run after the five innings. So, I let out a little bit of an expletive after that, but anyway. I just had a quick question for you guys. I was thinking about this today, just about making the playoffs. I don't know if MLB would ever do this, but would you like to see a clause where if you win your division but you don't have a better record than the first team out of the wild card race, you don't make the playoffs. So you win your division. Hmm. The first wild card would play the newly invoked fourth wild card. So you know that first team out of it. Two plays three. You got your two buys for the top two division winners as per normal. I'm just so sick and tired of the AL Central teams year after year getting in six games over 500. Like, I'm not saying the Jays are going to get caught up in this, but, I mean, the Mariners are 10 games over. You know, you got the Twins that are four over. It's just, I don't know. I don't think Emily would ever do it, but would you guys like to see it? I'd just like to know what you your thoughts. Anyways, love you guys. Love Lamberger. I'll hang
0: on. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Um, I mean, if you've got a division set up, you have to make winning the division worth something. Uh, we're going, I, I mean, I think this is pretty clear. I think Major League Baseball in the next CBA is going to look completely different than you see it now. I think the divisions, first of all, there'll be at least one expansion team. We'll see a couple of other cities get straightened out. Tampa's situation's got to get straightened out. Oakland's situation will get straightened out. I mean, we'll, we'll have one or two more expansion teams, and I think we're going to have a completely reworked reworked alignment. I don't even know if there's going to be an American league and a national league anymore. I mean, the rules are the same, I, you know, um, I think you're going to see divisions completely changed. I'll, I'll tell you this. I absolutely believe that in the next, again, the next CBA, I think the Jays are going to be, the divisions are going to be completely different. You're going to see the Jays in a division with Detroit, Cleveland, maybe Chicago, uh, I don't know, Pittsburgh, I think you'll you'll see the divisions make much more sense geographically, the New York teams will be in the same division um, and, and when that happens I think then you'll see the playoff format adjusted, but right now I like it the way it is. I didn't originally like adding another wild card team but it's, you know what the first, the early rounds of the playoffs are really good. I mean, one thing about baseball's playoffs you have to To get into those playoffs, to get into those wild card games, you've generally got to be playing pretty well at the end of the year. Yeah, and if you do that, you're getting teams that are competing and are putting putting out good performance uh, in the wild card. So, I mean, I get your point. I don't get all that frustrated because it's cyclical. There are going to be years where, um, you know, where the central. I mean, Kansas City won the World Series one year. I mean, there are going to be years where divisions are different. I think we get, we get a little cocky in the AL East because, you know, we're the best division in baseball, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, I don't know about you, Kevin. I, I kind of like it the way it is now. But I would, love, I would love to see realignment. I would love to see a wholesale realignment that makes a little more sense geographically because, let's face it, it's kind of dumb having Tampa in a division with Toronto.
1: Yeah, how about six best records in the American League, six best records in the National League? That's how you line it up, right? Well, then the, one, do one play six, then, two then plays do five, away with three place four. Yeah, sort do of away with divisions. Yeah, you could do that absolutely, right? You're, so you're, it's sort of you have some incentive of being the 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 best team in the American League, the yeah, best team in the no National League. That. You're
0: playing the six best team, like it sort of works itself out that kind of way, right? Five two, by the way, the Padres. I believe that is Fernando Tatis Jr. who just who just homered. I yeah, think. It sure looked like it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 5-2 for the uh, Padres over the Orioles right now. But, I mean, look, the call, the caller makes an interesting point. I, I think the playoff, I think a lot of things are going to be, I mean, you know one thing with Rob Manfred, he's not going to stand still. And I don't know if you could, I I guess you could probably reopen the CBA just to, Talk about the playoffs. I mean, it's been done before. They did it with drug testing. They reopened the C the CBA before negotiations rolled around. And I mean, if both sides, if both sides see some value in doing it, then perhaps they'll do it before the next CBA. But yeah, I'd, I listen. Almost everything Rob Manfred has done in terms of the game so far has worked out. The game's better on the field we now. We can watch it been. now. Exactly. Yeah. You so. Can if Rob Manfred comes up with an idea for the playoffs, I'm at least, I'm at least willing to listen, but I mean, we can't get caught up. Every sport has that. Every sport has a lousy division. The NFL, they have every sport is a lousy division where a team makes the play- playoffs and everybody shakes their head and goes, my God, I can't believe they're in it. We've got a better record. We didn't make it. And so what? That's the accident of geography. That's the accident of the division setup. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, is going to really chap? Is it going to really chap can, going to strategy, chop you that Minnesota strategy. is going to make the well, playoffs? It's more strategy
1: for the best teams. Best teams going to have a little time off. How do you how do you handle that part of it? Right, if you're the best team in the National League, like the Braves, you're going to have a little time between yes. the end of the season. How you handle the end of the season? Yep. What do you do with your everyday players? How do you? They got a bunch of home run hitters. Like how do you keep all that flow? Have to get the best out of the Atlanta Everybody's Braves. Get done. the best out Everybody's of Baltimore. Like you got to figure that out. I think for me, I'll be looking more at that than I would the Central's. You know, and caring about what team comes out of either one of those, it's so most of the time the cream rises to the top. Yeah,
0: yeah. And when, and when, and when you have a wild card team that does go on a roll, and we've seen wild card teams win Phillies. the World Series. It's been great baseball. Again, the wild card team is generally somebody that a team that's really busted its ass to get into the playoffs. A few teams back into the wild. Jay's got forty games
1: in a row of playoff games.
0: Well, Starting yeah. in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball. Brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising and inventory is scarce. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For a special summer offer on Rust Protection, visit Crown dot com today.